0: everyone, welcome to the first episode of the Breakout Podcast, where we talk anything and everything adulting as we break out into our new careers and lives across the country. We're so excited to have you guys listen and we'd love for you
1: guys to get to know us more. Well, I'll get us started. I'm Emmy, I grew up in Athens County, Ohio, which is not near any major city that I can point you in the right direction of, but my claim to fame is that I went to high school with Joe Burrow. So that's uh, if you know anything about football, That's where I'm from. After I left Ohio, went to school in North Carolina at High Point, where the three of us met, got my degree in media production and entrepreneurship with a political science minor, and then now live in New York City, uh, which I had never visited before I moved here, so still getting used to the city life. But I work at NBC. I'm a East Coast page, so um, entry-level rotational program within the company, which is a lot of fun. Throughout college, I kind of got my start in production by doing some different things on campus and then um, worked in a few internships at a local news station and with the Winter Olympics this past February, but I'm excited to actually do it full-time as my job now. Hey guys, so so excited for our first
2: podcast and to be on two of my best friends so we're so excited where this is going to take us but i'm alana i'm originally from quincy massachusetts we're about 15 to 20 minutes outside of boston uh, if you're a dunkin donuts fan quincy is the home of dunkin donuts and the original dunkin donuts is about five minutes away from me i went to school with emmy and meg at high point where i majored in sport management with a minor in sales and event management And through college, I worked in sports at Wake Forest Athletics in their Learfield IMG College, as well as I worked at High Point Athletics and a few other small internships there. And now I actually transitioned full time at Learfield. So where I started with Wake Forest, now I'm over at NC State working as the coordinator of partnership services. So I work with all of our corporate sponsors at State to make sure that we have all of their activations, their signage, anything that you see on field, on screen. Pretty much any sport that we have, you'll see our signage and our corporate sponsors there. So, so excited to talk more about what we do and more about us, and hopefully give you a little bit of advice.
0: And hearing my voice again, um, I'm Meg. I am from Rhode Island. I'm from the Southern part. Fun fact, I'm only about 20-25 minutes away from Taylor Swift's beach house in Watch Hill, Rhode Island. That's always a fun fact. I love my little state. It's really nice to drive only 20 minutes and be just about anywhere. Anywhere more than 20 minutes. Very slim chances I'm going. I also graduated from High Point, as we we all said. Um, I had a major in strategic communication with a minor in social media marketing. Um, Throughout college, I helped out with a few social media opportunities, like a program that Emmy and I did, um, and then had an internship my senior year with the North Carolina Youth Soccer Association. Now I am working in social media as a digital account manager for a remote, small PR agency that is based out of Texas. It's really nice I get to work 10 to 6 instead of 9 to 5 since I am still in Rhode Island Um, so that little time zone difference definitely is nice in the mornings. We want you guys to know a little bit more about us but right now we want to take a few moments to talk about how we met. Um, We actually all met at different points throughout college um, and we all have different perspectives about it too. Um, A fun fact is that we actually weren't as close as we are now about a year and a half ago Um, but you know
1: now we talk about just about every single day. For hours on end, every single day. I looked at my phone history the other day and it was literally just FaceTime, Megan Alana. FaceTime, Megan Alana.
2: Yep, and there's not a moment when I'm in my office that my phone isn't blowing up. And it's like, I'll look over and be like,
1: Megan mm, Emmy. Well, I finally figured out how to add contact pictures in my phone. So now I actually see a picture. I know, and- I know. For anyone listening, I'm horrible with phone technology and Megan Alana can back me up. But I'm finally getting there. I updated my phone like a few weeks ago and it, the update's been ready for how long? See, our the worst was when we would be like, go on screen share. And we couldn't screen share on FaceTime because Emmy didn't update her phone. So I couldn't figure it out. Whatever. <laughs> All right, but we're going on a tangent. Okay, Meg, you start with your yeah. story about how we met.
0: Okay, yeah. So I met Alana... Before we even started college, um, it was orientation. Um, Me and Alana both went to the March orientation. And I remember being so nervous about moving 12 hours away, making friends. I was really questioning, like, why did I choose to go here? Like, what am I doing here? Um, And I was like, whatever, everyone's in the same boat. Like, I'll just go up and talk to someone. Well, I'm standing in the Starbucks line. And I see someone on the corner of my eye who's just like looking in my direction. So I don't know why, I was just like, hello. And this girl was friends with Alana. So Alana starts walking up, same personality, very eager to talk to someone, um, very outgoing. Was I intimidated? Yeah, I was, Um, very big personality. Um, But I would say Alana was probably one of my first friends at High Point. and yeah we got even closer this past year like I think I slept in her room at at least five times and then every time I came to visit um, this past semester since I graduated semester early I would have fun little sleepovers that I'm sure she would See
2: my favorite too like the first like real memory I think I have of like us together too Meg was when like two weeks into school. You called me freaking out because you were thinking about moving rooms into Wannick. And like, I will still never forget this because I was like, wow, like she trusts me with making this decision with her. So I think that was just like one of like the funny memories, like early on in like our friendship that we had. Look, I was real stressed about moving dorms. I was like, I have
0: to buy new bedding. I really don't know this person that I'm about to move in with. I mean, Everything worked out well. I became best friends with my freshman year roommate, um, but I was really stressed because also that freshman dorm that I was first in was like an apartment. Like that was so nice for a freshman dorm. And then I moved into a place that I had a direct roommate. I remember the first night I slept there, I turned over and I was like, there's a human being right there. Like, why did I move? Um, but I mean, it all worked out. I cringe at that memory, but thank you for sharing. And then, I Emmy, mean, I really don't remember how we met, but when I moved dorms, she was right across the hall. I don't exactly know when we met, don't remember any introduction, um, but we also had a few classes together, so that's that's
1: about it. Yeah, if it makes you feel better, I don't either. I remember that we lived across the hall from each other, and we had those little, like, name signs, so I, like, saw Meg lived there. I didn't know who Meg was until we like started having classes together. But I guess we just kind of like started talking like occasionally in class and stuff. I was at the March orientation. I guess I just didn't run into either of you.
2: That's so weird.
1: But we we, we met eventually.
2: (laughs) I would say we met like first week of school because of SGA. It was like, I think, genuinely think first week of school where Emmy and I were running against each other. So it was tough competition over here, clearly. Um, But we both ended up getting elected and it was definitely a learning curve for us because we came from like two opposite sides. And I mean... If we I mean, we made it through, and we did four years together in SGA, um, and wouldn't want to have anyone else by my side during those years.
1: Me neither. I love how we like met that one time during campaigning, and then we both ended up sticking with it for those four years. And then Meg joined along too. Yeah, Got a little just, taste of student government. I was just going to say, let's talk
0: about how we all became so close. <laughs> um, who wants to lead this one? I think, I think I feel like Emmy
1: would elevate this conversation so well. I'll take a stab at leading this one. So we all, like we said, we all had these kind of interactions and we all knew each other, we were friends, but we really didn't hang out a whole lot until about a year and a half ago. And that was when I made the decision that I wanted to run for student body president. And I definitely couldn't do it by myself. And so Alana actually was one of, was the first person who said, hey, you should run. And so I said, yeah, but I can't run if you don't help me. So Alana and I started this crazy adventure of running a student government campaign, which it was a lot more intense than it might sound. A lot of late nights and fun times. And then Meg came on board. I called her to join the team while you were... So you texted me rambling. Yes. And
0: I had... Yeah, let's back it up for a second. Um, I had the smallest position, I guess, in SGA for a moment. Um, I really didn't do much. Well, I'd always tell Emmy in passing, I was like, yeah, I have this. I really don't know what I'm doing still. Um, And that was junior year. Yeah, that was junior year. And I didn't really know what I was doing. Um, And Emmy would always just be like, if you ever need any help or have any questions about SGA, I'm always here to help. Um, well, once she was like, um, Hey, like, what did you say? You said something about like having an opportunity with an SGA and back then I had just become president of my sorority. Um, and I was like, yeah, I don't know if I want to do this. Um, and I was like, whatever, I'll, 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 we can chat. Um, so we talked about it for a little bit. And you wanted me to um, essentially be your ghostwriter. Basically. Um, Basically. Um, So here I am debating whether or not I want to pretend to be a girl from the Midwest, from the middle of absolutely nowhere, and talking about how passionate she is about High Point. So I'm really contemplating this opportunity. Um, Well, I accepted the position, and Emmy's like, Do you want to know who's on
1: this comms team? And we were all in the room. We We were were all all in the room. room. And the comms team is basically like the core group of people working on it. And yeah, I feel like we all just kind of moved from there. And we had the campaign, but we also became really close outside of it. We would go to our favorite ice cream place of all time, Andy's, after meetings. It became much more about friendship in addition to the campaign, and then, spoiler alert, I lost, and then it became all about friendship, which, honestly, worked out for the best.
2: <laughs> and, you know, we always would have to go for green beans and the calf on Fried Chicken Friday for Meg, and random drives to Sonic, like, Chili's runs, like, pretty much any food that you could count us in on. And I mean, honestly, like from all of our food runs, it was, it became less about the campaign and more about what we were doing as just like a collective, like as a whole team and OG comms team. We still have our group chat. We still talk in it all the time. Um, maybe we'll have a guest from OG com's team come you on never know. later in this, later in the season. Um, but I mean... I wouldn't have wanted to do that experience with any other group of people. Uh, You spend a lot of time with them. Let me just say, the night before
0: campaigning began, we were in a classroom or a boardroom until 2 a.m. And then we woke back up at seven to literally walk around campus and just say, hey guys, did you know Emmy's running for student body president?
1: To anyone,
0: anyone on campus.
1: I have some pretty good friends that they put up with me for that entire campaign season because it was a little crazy.
2: But see, if we didn't go through this, we wouldn't be as close as we all are. So like, I don't know why I'm saying this on a recording, but like, thank God for that campaign. So now you know a little bit more about how we met, who we are, but let's get down to some rapid fire questions to end off this episode. Uh, so you can know a little bit more about us, but like not the normal things we would talk about. So few fun facts. Uh, So I'll start it off with if you guys had a superpower, what would it be? I can start. I would say the ability to transport wherever I wanted. So I could travel. I could go to games. I could be wherever I wanted to be at one moment and be somewhere else the next. Emmy?
1: This is not an original answer, but I heard it from someone and it's good. So I'm stealing it. Um, The ability to fill stuff up. Because think about it. You can, like, fill up your plate of food. You can fill up your bank account. Like, the ability to, like, make anything full. Bear with me. It's a thing. Oh, so your gas tank for the car you drive with the license you don't have. Full. (laughs) Full. I'll fill your gas tank for all the random places you (laughs) drove me while we were on campus. You
0: know, that... That was that was the most interesting answer I think I've heard in a minute. Um, I would have also done the same one that Alana said. Um, so very unoriginal of me, but another one I guess is to freeze time a little bit. I'd love to sleep in a little more, have a little more time to do some things, but I would really like to um, get places faster. For instance, Alana's having fajitas later, and I would have, and I would absolutely love to fly down to Raleigh right now to eat some fajitas. Um, did I cry earlier? Yeah, I did. Um, anywho, what is your
2: favorite show to binge? Okay, so right now, right now it's Friday Night Lights. Friday Night Lights staple. If you haven't seen it, staple. Traditionally, I'm a big law girl, so like I'll watch like Law and Order, like SVU um organized crime all that stuff but personal favorite of mine criminal minds criminal minds so good
1: for me binging wise i've binged modern family more times than i'd like to admit like all the seasons there are what 11 seasons i've definitely watched every episode probably two or three times if not more they're so good there are a few ones that i can watch on repeat but i also love like reality shows Um, not all of them, but, like, the reality, like, competition shows. So, like, Survivor, Amazing Race, going back to the old seasons. So good. So good.
0: For me, you know, Lana said it again. I love me some Law & Order SVU. Um, I've seen most of the episodes. I tried to watch it from start to finish. I started getting nightmares, so now I just watch it randomly. If I'm in the mood for a nice little romance moment, One Tree Hill, always a good one. Or How I Met Your Mother, all time fave. Yes, I do. This man, if if you watched on order, this was probably one of their recent like season or two. Um this man like mummified people that he like yeah out. it was
2: wild yeah sorry go
0: we also watched one about tiktok stars um and that one was a little too current for either of our likings anywho
1: <laughs> um moving to our from mummies to our favorite subject of food Favorite spot to eat where we live now. Obviously, we're all missing some high point favorites, like, our, our cookout and our andies and our bojangles. But favorite spot where we are now, even though, Alana, you have all of those things right Yeah, I was going to
2: say, I have all of those that you mentioned. Um, mm. But one that I love that's, like, a family favorite of mine, so, like, when my parents come down to visit, my brother comes down to visit, we'll always go to this place called Enrico, and it's an Italian restaurant. In Cary, which is the city you're like, right next door, so it's, like, 15 minutes away. Best Italian food ever. Like, if you're in the Raleigh, Cary, Wilmington, like, area, so good. So good. Um, and every time we go in there, we always get free food because we have the same waiter every single time. So he'll always bring over, like, some fresh bruschetta or uh, always a free dessert at the end of the meal as well. So 10 out of 10, would recommend in Rigo.
1: The fact that you've lived there less than two months and are already a regular at that place <laughs> is it's great. so
2: good. It's so good,
1: Meg.
0: Um, let's see. I really don't know. I've lived here my whole life, so I go in waves. Um, you know, rapid fire is hard. I've been in a very big ice cream kick. I can't even say been. I'm. I'm always in an ice cream kick for your whole I'm life. Dairy Queen always. um dragon for sushi of course um if any of my friends from here hear that they'll roast me um main street pizza in my cute little hometown you know
1: I feel like for me I haven't experimented enough and like branched out because there are so many places to eat in New York but I've barely been to any of them I will say it's really nice having like a full dining hall in New York My building in 30 Rock, we have like a whole commissary and you get 20% off your food when you like order on an app. And we had mobile ordering at school. So I feel like I'm back at school, mobile ordering my food. So that's always nice. But I am in a cohort of people with my rotational program that I'm in. And so all of us on like a weekly basis do like happy hours. And so there's this fun like restaurant and bar across the street from... Our office that's called Sean's and it's pretty good, pretty cheap. So, you know, living on a budget, that's helpful, but it's pretty good. Love that. And Emmy, you mentioned
2: a few things about college, like mobile ordering, missing our favorite college places. What do you guys miss most about school? Like, what's the one thing, like, if you could go back to college today, what, like, what would you, the first thing you're going towards? Solid. Listen... Summer Tuesdays, though, it helps out a little bit. Summer Tuesdays.
1: I'm not a coffee person. Wish I was, but I'm not. So those refreshers are way too expensive, but they're so good.
2: Or, like, Mountain Dew or... um, Mountain Dew. Oh, my God, why am I blanking? Mellow Yellow.
1: Mellow Yellow!
2: (laughs) Horrid! Horrid!
1: Uh, So High Point's a Coke school, and Mountain Dew, which is... I call it pop and not soda. It's my favorite pop, but they didn't have it there um so I went with mellow yellow, and I will give Alana and Meg the fact that it's a horrid color, like it looks like you're drinking like highlighter juice, but it's really good
2: so Meg bad. Meg, what about you? What are you missing? you had a semester though where you weren't with us like what what'd you miss
0: um. When I was gone for that one semester, of course, I missed my friends, whatever. Um, But get out of here with the tears. Um, Another thing, I'll give a little shout out because I know both of them are listening. I missed School of Calm. Um, I missed our professors. I think all three of us can agree that the School of Communication is unlike any other. Like, we know our professors on, like, we're friends with them, we've gotten lunch with them, we will go there and cry and rant, um, so, I know my two favorite professors are probably listening, so I probably missed them second to my friends, so sorry.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Barry, (laughs) we need to catch up about Savannah Bananas soon, I know you're listening and Meg is mentioning you in this, but we need to catch up about the Savannah Bananas, if you haven't looked them up yet, you need to look them up. Um, You guys both stole two of mine. I mean, there's a lot of things I love about High Point. But those three, technically, um, are definitely at the top. But I also miss the food. Like, a lot. There's only certain things I miss. So, like, the grill fries. The grill fries. Miss the grill fries. Fried Chicken Friday. Fried Chicken Friday. Meg can speak to that on a personal level because of the green beans only. Look, Um, I didn't eat
0: the chicken But the green beans and the mac and cheese, so good. The mac and cheese was so
2: good. And then, like, I never realized, like, how much I was going to miss the butterfly, even though we only really had it for, like, a year of, like, us being on campus, like, a year and a half.
1: I never got into the butterfly. Butterfly was, like, a Mediterranean, like... Subway. Subway, basically. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I do miss mobile ordering, though. Mm-hmm. And not really paying for, I mean, paying for Starbucks with that big meal plan, but feeling like you're not paying was nice. Yeah. Yeah. But another question, I think we all know this answer for all three of us, but what what time
1: do you go to bed and what time do you wake up? So I, I mean, go to bed whenever we get off of FaceTime.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> so bedtime depends on the night.
2: So, like, sometimes 10 when we're all tired. Sometimes, like, 1 when we're on crack at hours. Like, you just never know. But Emmy Emmy and I have talked about this a lot, about, like, our weird schedules with, like, our alarms. So, like, I'll wake up anywhere. It's, so like, I have a traditional 8.30, 8.45 to 5 job. So, usually I'll wake up. My first alarm goes off at 6.30, but, like, I'm out of bed by seven thirty, seven
1: fifteen at the latest. I normally set my first alarm for 8, but I get up, like, pretty quickly after my alarms. I just have to set them all, like, really close together, like, five minutes apart from each other, and then also hit snooze on the old alarms. So I'll have five minutes and also in between at random times when the snooze alarm goes off. So I'm normally, like, out, out of bed by, like, eight ten, eight fifteen, and then... Leave my place. I never leave myself enough time to get ready, but leave my place at like 845, 850.
0: Yeah, so this is really nice about working from home. Um, My alarms really aren't that different, but the time I get out of bed it's a lot different so if I'm feeling very eager for the next day my alarms can start off at 7 50 and it'll be like 7 50, 8 fifteen 8 45, 9 fifteen sometimes i'll I'll start the alarms at like 8 30 because I want to sleep in but I really it's too often than not that I roll out of bed at 9 50 9 30 if I feel like making coffee but it's it's usually 9 fifty 9 45.
2: And, Meg, you have, like, genuinely one of the oddest ways I've ever seen about sleeping. Like, when you sleep.
0: <laughs> Whoa there.
2: <laughs> Why are we talking about this now? <laughs> because we're come on. The fact of, like, what time we go to bed. Like, genuinely, like, Meg scared me more times than none. <laughs> when we, were, like, when we would have our zombies when she'd come to visit or just to hang out. And... I would wake up and I'd be like, where the hell is she? And, like, she'd be missing. And, really, it was the pillow was here. And Meg's body was scooted all the way to the end of the bed. So, Meg, I just had to put that one in there because...
0: Okay, I need a moment so to defend myself now. Because I was not expecting to be thrown like this. Um, so, I'm convinced that I like to be cold in my sleep. So, I'm convinced that my body searches for the cold part of the sheet while i'm sleeping so where's the cold part of the sheet at the bottom of the bed so do i inch wear my way down the sheets at night yeah but i'm also convinced that i don't like waking up to see daylight even though i sleep with the blinds wide open so my body also moves down the bed so that i don't wake up to daylight so do i wake up confused on where i am every single day But no need to throw me under the bus like this.
2: Love you. Come on Love you. Love you.
1: (laughs) We do have really good roast sessions on our daily FaceTimes, too, Mm -hmm. as you can probably get a little sneak peek of with these. Um, But to round out our rapid fire, biggest pet peeve.
2: Meg, you want me
0: to go? (laughs) I feel like Alana can take some time with
2: this with this question so i'll let i'll let you have the floor for a moment okay listen i have a few i have quite a few i know emmy and i have this one in common specifically tsa if you don't know how to go through tsa just don't fly please just don't don't fly. fly we could go on about this for hours but i just like recently went home for the weekend And I was flying back, and I just had, like, a nightmare of a TSA day. Like, this woman cut me off and was like, they told me to cut you off. And I was like, I just genuinely don't think they did. And I hate when, like, people don't, like, push their bins up. Just, like, everything about TSA, if you don't know how to go through TSA, or if your kid is screaming in my ear, my face, my being on an airplane when it's before 7 a.m. No. Love kids just not screaming on airplanes at 5 o'clock in the morning. Um another big one i have this thing called misophonia and it's basically where i can't listen to people chew gulp slurp uh pretty much any like food sound don't like it so like if it's way too loud like i actually like will have a breakdown so that's another pet peeve of mine
0: all right well i will share some of mine um this is this is so small but it always gets me so angry When I say thank you to someone and they don't say you're welcome or they'll say like, yup. And I'm like, what do you mean? Yup. You should say you're welcome. Um, That gets me like genuinely angry. Um, Does like no
1: problem count or it has to be you're welcome?
0: It has. No, that's fine. But if I get like a, if I get like a yup or like a, mm mm-hmm, like, no, where's your manners? Let's, let's redo this conversation. My second pet peeve is um, Alana and Emmy know this all too well slow drivers they know this way
2: too well you have terrible yeah, i'm road scared rage.
1: sometimes when i'm in the car with you you're terrible road your rage
2: rage terrible there's yeah, other really reasons to be scared in mike's car like when adele comes on but <laughs> but road rage is down on the top of it
0: <laughs> yeah i'm not a big fan of slow drivers when people don't put on their blinker with enough time when they break randomly. Um, I'm just not, I'm better when the roads are empty. (laughs) And that's all I have to say.
1: (laughs) Well, all around us out, going through TSA Unprepared is definitely one of my big ones. My other big one, which Megan and Alana also know, is if you don't have a reason, don't take the elevator one floor up or down. If anybody's listening- who's a current High Point University student, please, 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 when you go into the School of Communication elevator in the lobby, unless you are carrying equipment or physically need to take the elevator, do not press two. You're going to floor three. (laughs) We have all experienced this way too many times.
2: See, Emmy, the exception that we've always talked about, though, was if it's a non-class period time.
1: Yes, yes. Like, if it's, I mean, I've been in... A place where it's like the like school of calm, for example, and it's the middle of the night. Like, I'll take it to the second floor because I know that there have been many times where I was the only person in that building, probably editing. I think, Alana, you were trying to find me one day and you literally just like yelled in the building. And because I was the only one there, I yelled back.
2: Yeah. Sounds about right.
1: Yeah. But I'd say my other pet peeve, if we're each giving two, is slow walkers. I can't do the whole like moseying with no purpose thing i have to i have to be going somewhere and you must fit in though in new york it is really helpful in new york that's the one thing that like i don't really have a, a midwestern sense in me when it comes to walking i have to walk quick so because um, midwesterners generally when we like walk around like we take our time and stuff and i've always been a speed walker so new york streets new york subway very helpful look
0: i'm five feet i'm not walking fast um, there's been multiple times where I'm walking with really anyone where I start I start doing a jog. So leave me be, leave, leave us slow walkers alone, um, Emmy. <laughs> but we hope you guys learned a lot about us throughout our first episode. We are so excited to launch our podcast. Thank you for joining us today and tune into the rest of our podcast as we tackle breaking out of your college bubble, breaking into your industry and much more. Follow us on social media, on Instagram at The Breakout Podcast, Twitter at Break Zero UT Podcast, and TikTok at The Breakout Podcast.